When I was in Rome a couple years ago with some seminarian friends, on our first day there, we sort of went on a walk around the city. And as we were coming back from lunch, back to the American seminary where we were staying, our, uh, our friend who was sort of showing us around was you know, pointing to different buildings, and at one point he said, oh yeah, that church over there has the foot of Mary Magdalene in it. We were rather shocked as we were still walking by. We kind of said, well, can we go in it? Can we go in it and see this great relic of the church's history? And he's like, oh, oh yeah, we can, go in, we can go in and see it. And so we went in and, and venerated this relic of Mary Magdalene, the foot that entered into the empty tomb of our Lord. It was amazing. And in this church that they just pass by as they, as they go to school every single day. And as we walked out, our friend who was studying in Rome said, you know, sometimes you have to pinch yourself and remind yourself how amazing it is to have such things, you know, right there in our daily lives. And I kind of thought about that in relation to this gospel today, because how could something so beautiful and momentous almost become ordinary? You think about how often we enter a church, this church here, you know, how even sometimes monotonous it can become. You know, the hundreds or maybe even thousands of times that each of us has maybe entered this church building, especially if you've been here for many years. It can be very easy to forget how special a house of God is, this temple, this dwelling of God himself, how important this place is to our lives, because God himself does dwell here. He dwells here in the tabernacle in the Eucharist. And even if we continue that old pious custom of whenever we pass in front of a church to make the sign of the cross, whether you're driving or you're walking, I think it's very easy for the church building in this temple of God to sort of become ordinary. But that was not the case for our Lord in the gospel today. The temple was an extremely important building for Jesus. It was the farthest thing from ordinary for him to go there. Going there was a special occasion because it was the house of his father, the place where God dwelt. Think about it. He was presented there as a little infant when he was 40 days old. He went there as a youth with his mother and father and even got lost there and told Mary and Joseph, I need to be about my father's business. This is my father's house. I need to be here. He went there every year for feasts. We hear in the Gospel that it was near Passover earlier on in the Gospel of John. So he went up to the temple. There were generally three feasts a year that a pious Jew would go to the temple for each and every year. And when he went to Jerusalem, he prayed and went to the temple first. He observed all the laws about the temple. It was truly the center of Jewish life in first century Palestine. So when he went to the temple, on this day that we read about in the gospel, he saw something in the temple that was not holy, that was not pious, that did not belong there. He saw the buying and selling of oxen, sheep and doves, and money changing. Now, we have to remember that these things actually provided a service to the many pilgrims who came to Jerusalem. Because think about it, there were people coming to the temple from very far away distances, from you know, tens or if not hundreds of miles. And whenever you went to the temple, you had to offer up an animal in sacrifice. So it would be very problematic for someone coming from, say, Nazareth, it's about 40 to 50 miles away, to bring an animal with them along the journey. 
It would make a lot more sense for them to get an animal in Jerusalem so they wouldn't have to deal with carrying a chicken or an, or an oxen or a sheep with you over a 40-mile journey. And even the money changing. Uh, certain coins were not acceptable in the temple because they were Roman currency. And you had people coming from all different areas of the Roman Empire with different currencies that needed a sort of universal currency in order to make offerings in the temple. So there needed to be money changers. And again, this was a service to the many pilgrims who came to Jerusalem. The problem is the practice often got abused. People would charge a little bit more for the money exchange or would charge a little bit more to get your animal for sacrifice. And we see even that this practice made its way into the outer uh, regions of the temple building itself. There were different chambers, different uh, levels, if you will, of the temple. And this practice probably got into the outer uh, chamber of the temple. And Jesus obviously did not like this. This did not belong in the temple. As much as it might have provided a service, that the abuse of the practice and the ordinariness of buying and selling of animals and exchange of money did not belong in the temple. And if, but if Christ would have considered his trips to the temple to be ordinary, it would have been very easy to overlook the money changers and those who were selling the animals. It's almost mentioned as, a, as in hindsight, or, or at least in, uh, in passing in this early part of the gospel. You know, we found in the temple area those who were selling animals and exchanging money. It's almost mentioned uh, flippantly by St. John in this gospel, but thankfully it was not a flippant matter to Christ. Going to that temple was a significant occasion for him, and so when he saw something that didn't belong there, it truly offended him. Whereas for everyone else who saw it as ordinary, might have been a little bit numb to it, they saw it as normal. And that cannot happen to us. As easy as it is to fall into that temptation of entering into the house of God and seeing it as normal, that cannot happen to us, brothers and sisters. Whenever we come into a church, it should never be ordinary for us. We come to a church to encounter God himself. And most likely, whenever we're walking into the doors of the church, it's to receive a sacrament, whether it's the Eucharist or the Sacrament of Reconciliation. So whenever we enter into this church, there's nothing ordinary about it. We have to examine our appearance, if you will, first of all, and see if it's ordinary or if it's special. I'm not saying we should come into church wearing top hats and monocles, but it's important to at least have our Sunday best. And even our worship itself, it shouldn't be banal, it shouldn't be ordinary, it should be truly special. But on a deeper level, I think it's important for us to examine our conduct as we come into the house of God as well. Just like, you know, those merchants, we have to ask ourselves if we are doing things that offend God that don't belong in his presence. And not just in here, because in all honesty, it'd be hypocritical to behave one way here and then go out the doors and behave differently. We have to examine our conduct everywhere to see whether or not it belongs in the presence of God. Because as important as this temple was in the gospel, that temple of Herod, that had the Holy of Holies inside of it, we have something dwelling far greater in our souls than that dwelt in the temple of Herod. We have sanctifying grace, brothers and sisters. We have God's very life dwelling in us. And therefore, we are temples, brothers and sisters. We have God dwelling in us. And just as Christ had zeal for his house, 
we should have zeal for our souls as well. Christ was so concerned about what went on in that temple in first century Palestine, but what about our temple? What about our souls? What about the dwelling of God in us? We ought to want to rid ourselves of immorality as Christ wanted to rid that temple of uncleanness. And thankfully we can do that, and we don't even have to make a whip out of cords in order to do it. We can go to confession, especially during this Lenten season, that sacrament of cleaning, spring cleaning for the soul. Lent is a time to cleanse the temple inside of us. So I want to especially encourage all of you during this Lenten season to make your way to confession at some point, and especially for those who might have been away for a while, to come and receive our Lord's mercy, to cleanse our souls and be ready to enter His presence and ready to encounter Him at Easter, to make our soul a fit dwelling for God within us. Because, brothers and sisters, we don't want to have our temples just be ordinary. We want them to be sacred. We want them to be holy. So on this day when we hear Christ cleansing the temple, let us cleanse our souls of anything not of God, so that we can be temples of the Holy Spirit and of God the Most High.